I was so happy. Then I had the good news that Smart Emperors can take her to America to do open her surgery, you know, finally. I, I'm so, so happy. Welcome back to another episode of On the Ground with Samaritan's Purse, where we take you to the front lines and behind the scenes of our work around the world. I'm your host, Christy Graham, and today I'm excited to share a story of transformation with you, both physically through life-saving heart surgery and spiritually through new life in Christ. The Children's Heart Project is a ministry of Samaritan's Purse. We provide life-saving heart surgery to children born with heart defects. Here in the United States, this type of heart defect would typically be identified before the baby was even born. And so doctors and patients would be able to make plans for the necessary health care and surgery while the baby was still an infant. But in many countries around the world, this isn't the case. In countries like Bolivia and Mongolia, the surgery isn't even possible. Samaritan's Purse works with these places to bring children to the United States and the Grand Caymans to receive life-saving surgery. We partner with some of the best children's hospitals in the country to make it happen. Here's what Dr. Cavarana said. He is a pediatric heart surgeon at a children's hospital in South Carolina. So one thing uh, that we tend to forget being in the West and the West and Western countries uh, is that the rest of the world they don't have the same privileges as we do. And sometimes we take for granted the um, opportunities we have, basic healthcare opportunities. And it's something that's not easy uh, getting a whole family or a child with a caregiver from thousands of miles away uh, and successfully take care of that child so that the child for the rest of their lives would be normal and productive. As Dr. Cavarana said, it's not easy. This project requires a lot of logistics and planning, but it's so worth it. Samaritan's Purse helps the family with travel arrangements. They find a host family that allows them to live with them for the surgery, and as they recover, they do everything they need to help this surgery be successful. And first, I want you to meet Shanae. Shanae and her daughter Hishka are from Mongolia. Hishka was born with a heart defect. Her full name is Shin Hishig, and you'll hear her referred to this and Hishka throughout the episode. Caitlin, one of our podcast correspondents, traveled to South Carolina where Hishka's heart surgery took place. First, I want to introduce you to her mom, Shanae. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, uh, yeah, when uh, my daughter was two months old, which I just playing with my daughter, then I just suddenly I just when I holding her, I just uh, find out something wrong in her heart. It's it was like so much noise and beating very fast. Mm-hmm. Then I went to doctor. They did echo cardiogram. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they said, oh, your doctor needs surgery. You know, as a mom, how did that impact you as you, I'm sure, were very worried about your daughter? What was that experience like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that day was terrible because uh, I, I didn't believe it. When I heard, like, first time my daughter needs open her surgery, you know, I couldn't believe it because uh, before I... Uh, hearing about these things, but now I experiencing to my life, you know, it was terrible. I just cried a lot. I just, you know, wept a lot. So Chin Kishig has 
uh, heart defect known as an atrial septal defect. The two upper chambers of the heart are separated by a partition. And in Chinkashik's heart, there was no partition. So essentially, there's a big hole between the right upper and left upper chambers of the heart that allows for blood to freely flow from one direction to the other, and it generally tends to flow towards the lungs. Over a period of time, significant lung damage takes place where that hole cannot be closed, even if she were to get to or have access to that procedure. So once that window of opportunity was missed or is missed, then that child or patient would not be able to have that hole closed and then would have a predictable pathway towards death due to bad lungs. For years, the doctors told Shanae that when her daughter was older, she, they would be able to perform the heart surgery that she needed. But as Dr. Kavarana explained, each passing day made the situation more urgent. And when the doctors in Mongolia felt Hishka was old enough for the procedure, they re-examined her heart. And it was worse than they expected. The doctors delivered the news that they could no longer perform surgery for her. The years of waiting seem wasted. As a mom, I just can't imagine the agony that she must have felt. Shanae, like all of us, want the best for our children. And she was back to square one with no plan and no way to provide the heart surgery her daughter needed to survive and thrive. Mm. And then she felt like so much, you know, you know, it's so hard to handle. She was crying, crying. The doctor said, oh, oh, please don't cry. At the time of this devastating news, Shanae was pregnant with her second child, a little boy. I can imagine the, the joy of a new child, but also the burden of not knowing how she was able to provide the health care needed for her daughter. And then the doctor gave her a glimmer of hope. He told her about Samaritan's Purse, that there was a screening in a few months where a medical team could assess Hishka's heart problem to see if she was a candidate for surgery in the United States. She waited and waited. When Shanae went into labor, her husband got the call that it was time for Hishka's medical evaluation. While Shanae was giving birth, her daughter was on the other side of the hospital being screened by Children's Heart Project. Then, like, same building, but uh, they were in different uh, part mm -hmm. of hospital. She was with her uh, little baby, newborn baby. Then her husband took her daughter in other side of hospital, checked with doctors who came from America with smart in purse. Then they said, oh, we accepted your daughter. Mm -hmm. So you had just given birth to your little boy. Mm -hmm. Yes. So we're still in the hospital. Yes. Mm -hmm. When you found out your daughter I was so happy. You know, I got my newborn baby. Then I had the good news that uh Emperors can like take her to America to do open her surgery, you know, finally. Uh, I, I'm so, so happy. I loved that part of their story. To me, it's such a small, sweet detail that God blessed Shanae with. She was so worried about welcoming another baby into the world without a solution for her daughter. But God orchestrated it all in a beautiful way, and He truly gave her the desires of her heart. Meanwhile, God was working out the details in the United States. 
every surgery recipient with Children's Heart Project stays with a host family. These families open their hearts and their homes to host them. I want to rewind. As we said, God is in the details. I want to share a small piece of the story of the Smith family, who hosted Hishka and her mom. Their journey to becoming connected with the Children's Heart Project was a difficult one. It is marked by loss and heartache. But I know that as you meet them, you'll be encouraged in the way that God used a tragedy for His glory. I was pregnant in 2011 with a daughter who had a very severe heart defect. She was missing basically half of her heart. And we knew that our daughter would have the best care, but we learned that kids overseas, they don't always get the care. It's not available. So we gave a little money to Children's Heart Project. And then a couple weeks later, I had had a doctor's appointment and It wasn't necessarily a bad doctor's appointment, but just more affirmation that, yes, your daughter does have a very severe heart defect. She's going to need open-heart surgery as a newborn baby. And at the end of the doctor's appointment, we were out in the car and just sad. We were just sad. Um, And my phone rang, and I answered the phone, which is rare that I answered it, (laughs) but I did. And it was a lady from Samaritan's Purse just calling to thank me. and Jason for giving to Samaritan's Purse. And she asked that we pray for a child who was coming to America for heart surgery. And I just burst into tears. And I said, well, would you please pray for me because I'm pregnant with a child with a heart defect who's going to need heart surgery. And this lady, she just started praying with me and From there on, it was just a wonderful relationship. She would mail me cards, encouraging scripture. She would call me to pray with me all throughout my pregnancy. And then the day of her heart surgery, they called to check in on us. And then our daughter passed away when she was two and a half months old. And folks from Samaritan's first called us. Um to pray with us after she passed away. And we just we just grew to love Samaritan's Purse because we realized it's it's not just it is a ministry, a missional organization, but just the heart and the pulse behind the people of Samaritan's Purse, they truly care. And they just walked alongside us for months and years. So we knew this is an organization we want to be involved in for the rest of our lives. This timely phone call, timed in a way that only God could do, started a relationship between the Smiths and Samaritan's Purse, and the body of Christ was in action. As the Smiths grieved their loss, they also saw God's hand and continued to trust Him despite the outcome. They wanted their daughter's short life, just two and a half months, to make an impact. Our outcome was not the outcome that anybody was praying for. But but our hope was not in the outcome. And so like, even if things go horribly wrong and not as we would ever hope or desire, that's not where our ultimate hope lies. And so our desire, I think, is is through all of that is to say like, yeah, we want, we want to see these children receive the life-saving heart surgery that they need. So we want to be a part of that as the redeemed and restored 
like as Jesus has redeemed and restored us, and he's in the process of making all things new. So that's our desire, too, is just to follow that. Yeah, I think of that of, yeah, obviously, like you said, the outcome was not what you prayed for, what you were hoping for and believing for. But then how have you seen God use that just to shape your life and shape your family's story from a really heartbreaking and really hard thing to where you are now? I think for me, I think of the scripture um, in Ephesians, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we can ask or seek, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. I think for us just, you know, when you're in the depths of pain after the loss, you know, of our child, it's hard to see even a day or an hour into the future. You're just in that pain, but clinging to the promises that He is able to do far more abundantly than all we could ask or think. And it wasn't even like we didn't go from that to where we are now, obviously, overnight. It was a process that the Lord took us through. But probably my favorite my favorite verse, probably with a lot of others, is Romans 8, 28. All, and we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. We say, well, things went wrong. We've been given lemons. Let's make lemonade. Well, that's not what that says. It says all things work together for the good of those who are called according to His purpose. And so He intended the sour and the lemon to bring about something sweet. The Smiths have seen God do just that. They started the Emerson Rose Foundation, which is named after their daughter. And through this foundation, they've sponsored research, they've helped send children without access to care to some of the best children's hospitals in the world through Samaritan's Purse. And then this year, they served as a host family for the first time, something they dreamed of for so long. In fact, when they bought their home in Charleston, they intentionally made sure it was large enough to serve as a host family for the Children's Heart Project. And now that you've met the Smith family and you had a chance to hear more of their story, I want to take you back to Mongolia, where Shanae and her daughter anxiously awaited surgery. She was accepted for heart surgery in December of 2019. They received their visas in February of 2020. And while at the embassy, a Samaritan's Purse staff member named Buena prayed with them. Then she just uh, learned, oh, wow, her prayer is, like, so strong. And she just, oh, i supposed to pray like her, you know. Then she, when she go back home, she just started to pray, and then more and more. Before she just praying to God, he just had a few words, God, help me, please. <laughs> That's it. But after she prayed with Boina, she just encouraged how to pray to Lord. And then she continued to pray. This prayer planted a seed in her life. Boina prayed to God like he was her friend, like she truly believed God was right there with her. And Shanae wanted this in her life, too. They were scheduled to fly to the U.S. in March of 2020. And as you can guess what happened next, the borders were closed. COVID-19 shut down international travel. Shanae was distraught, but she remembered how Boina prayed, and she started talking to God. And she just distracted, like she just no no hope, you know. Then uh, after that, she just going to pray mm-hmm. and pray mm-hmm. almost two and a half years. Mm-hmm. She's just praying yeah. to God. I can't imagine how hard that time was for Shanae. For two and a half years, she prayed and waited. 
but God used this hard season to prepare her heart. I think the Lord was working on her heart years before she even came here. She was praying for her daughter when she knew her daughter had a heart defect, and I don't even think she really knew who she was praying to, but she just, you know, had this innate knowledge of, I need to pray. I need to pray to a higher being. And then she came here, and it's been incredible for me to see how Samaritan's Purse uses the interpreters, because Munku um, has poured into her. I think that was really the start of it, is the way Munku just pours into her every day. And then that lets Shanae, I think, feel safe to open up and ask questions. Susan mentioned Manku. She is the translator that traveled with Shanae and Hishka from Mongolia. Every day while in the U.S., Manku invited Shanae to read the Bible with her and spend time learning more about Jesus. And this time was pivotal in her life. You've heard Manku's voice as she translated for Shanae, but now I want you to hear a little bit of her heart. It's so amazing that we're just saving children's life, like we're all together making them new heart. And uh, second purpose is, uh, is like mothers get saved is amazing. And then also when I, I love to teach Bible, it so makes me happy when they got saved. Uh, this is our purpose. And you've been doing Bible studies with uh, Shanae since yeah. the beginning, right? So can yes. you talk about what you guys study together, like how you how you study the Bible together and how you've seen transformation in her life? Mm, through the Bible studying, uh, I try to who's God and how's his character and nature and and then how he loves to her very much. You know, then she's learning very quick and also she's she's very teachable person. What's it been like for you to see her have that heart transformation and to see her want to accept Christ? Before we started Bible, I think she was very, I think she was so close person in her heart. But when we start to beginning, start to learning, studying Bible and talking together, I just sharing my testimonies to her. And then, uh, like... I think Holy Spirit very open her heart during our Bible studying also when we're praying and also especially when we're reading Bible words. It's so helpful to her. And then God saved. Also, uh, it's so influenced this Christian families, how they, uh, there is daily life and how they so lost to the Lord. And also, of course, many Many people praying for her. Everything together works. She got saved. Manku's passion and love for this family was so obvious. She poured into their lives, introducing them to Jesus. Here's what Shanae said that she was learning during their daily Bible study together. The most important thing uh, I learned that uh, Father Heart of God He's like father, and then he loves me so much. And I got saved because what God did for me and what Jesus did for me. That's beautiful, mm-hmm. and we, we mm-hmm. celebrate with you. 
Mm-hmm. Not only did Chinhishik mm-hmm. come and get mm-hmm. a new heart here, mm-hmm. but you got a new heart too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm so happy that I never had this kind of beautiful experiences in my life. I feel like after I got saved, I feel like I'm, I'm in my home. Yes, she's saying that I feel like I'm come back my home. And she's saying, uh, I feel like I surrounded my brothers, real brothers and sisters in Christ. That's beautiful. We're so happy for you. And so happy that not only did your daughter get the health care that she needed, but that your whole life has been changed by it. I can't believe that... Many people, they're so happy for me. You know, I got saved and I can't, I couldn't believe it. Why are they so happy for me? You know, uh, then, uh, she feeling so much love through like many believers and families here and they just spoiled me <laughs> to everything. And, uh, she, uh, yeah, I going to learn more about God and, every day and I will uh, I will change my life I just want to change my life until I <laughs> go to the Lord yeah that's just mm. beautiful and you mm. said you feel like mm. you're just surrounded by brothers and sisters mm. um, and part of that I'm sure is getting to live with the Smith family and be added to their family while you've been here in America um, what has it been like staying staying with Jason and Susan and becoming a part of their family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she said, before we came to here, I had a thought, oh, when when I go to America, I'm going to miss my family, like, terribly. But when she's here, she feeling so much peace in her heart, <laughs> and she feels like, oh, my goodness, I'm not feel. I'm at stranger's home. She feels it's this is my family, <laughs> and here so so amazing experiences. I was gonna say now you just have a bigger family. Jason and Susan have two girls under the age of ten. They became like sisters to Hishka. I love that my girls just they just embraced her, and so this has just been. An incredible blessing, something our girls will never forget. They'll never forget the time Chinkashik lived with yeah. us. Tell, can you tell him what it says, Chinkashik? What does it say? Jesus loves me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. My name is Campbell, and I am nine. Campbell, what has been your favorite part about having Hishka and her mom come live with you? My favorite part of Shanae being here is sometimes she can translate what Hishka is saying, and I like playing with Hishka. My name is Rowan, and I'm nine and a half. So when my mom and dad told me that we had a Mongolian girl who's going to come stay with us, I was super, super happy. I got so excited I was going to scream, but I knew my dad, it would hurt my dad's ears. No way, you scream? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever I get really, really excited about something, I have to. And tell me about having 
Hishka live with you for the last few weeks? It's really fun. We play a lot of things with her. What do you like to play with her? Um, Barbies, the little connect blocks we have, and those tiny little puzzle pieces. I loved hearing Campbell and Rowan share. They loved on and played with Hishka like she was their sister. They even taught her how to sing Jesus Loves Me. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong. Their two families became so united. And that's the power of God's love. And the way that the Smith family opened their home and their lives to Shanae and Hishka reminds me of the gospel. I love this reminder in Galatians 3, 26 through 28. It says, For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is neither male nor female. You are all one in Christ Jesus. And you belong to Christ. You are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to a promise. I love Children's Heart Project so much. It's life-saving ministry, both physically and often spiritually, like in the case for Shanae. Over the past 25 years, more than 1,400 boys and girls have received this critical surgery. And I can't help but think of the ripple effect that it's not just had on the child, but their parents and on entire communities. We know that the surgery recipients have grown up to become doctors, pastors, and other professionals, and this would never have been possible without this surgery. Please continue to pray for Children's Heart Project and pray for Shanae and Hishka as they continue to grow in their love and knowledge of Christ. I pray that they'll be a beacon of light in their community in Mongolia. I hope that you were encouraged as you heard their story. I was reminded that God is in the details, and it was so evident in their story and transformation. Thank you so much for joining us today, and have a great week.